got this. Thanks, Dave. All right. Hey, I'll tell you what. Life is crazy sometimes, and I, it's, been a, it's been a rough week, I guess, for me, but I'll tell you, I look forward to coming and worshiping our Lord and Savior with my brothers and sisters, and so it doesn't matter what happens in, in life. You can always look forward to Wednesdays and Sundays where you can come and fellowship with one another and be ministered to and I'm excited this morning. I had put on the calendar because the kids had uh, were out of school this week for spring break. To to I didn't know if we were going anywhere, we'd be gone. So I had asked Mike Simons to preach for me today, and I'm excited about that because you guys need to hear other people than just besides me. And we have a, a group of elders here that any of them could come up here and preach the word. And so I'm excited to hear Mike. Uh, this morning. Um, our new associate pastor's here, and he's going to be preaching quite a bit this summer also, and so uh, I'm excited. I'm thankful for that. Um, we're, we have a great team here, and I'm excited for this morning. Can't wait to hear how, how God is going to use Mike this morning, And but I, I'm glad that you're here this morning uh, to worship, and so let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then let's welcome one another. Lord Jesus, I thank you, God, this morning that it doesn't matter what's going on in our lives. We have you and we have each other here this morning. And we're family. And you put these relationships in this building with one another as more important than our own blood family. And we need to think about that. We need to consider just how important our brothers and sisters are gonna, uh, in you are going to be there for us for an eternity. We're going to be spending an eternity with them. And so I'm thankful this morning that we could come and worship you together with our brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord, and lift our voices in praise and, and to worship you in giving and to hear the preaching and teaching of your word this morning. So, Lord, I ask you just bless this time with one another. Lord, we have prayer requests that I want to lift up to you this morning. Uh, we have brothers and sisters that are sick and that are healing. Uh, we have 
uh, some that are at home that are that are uh, uh, Richard's on bed rest right now, just in bed. And so, Lord, I pray for him this morning. Uh, I, I know hopefully he was going to be watching this morning, so let, let him know that this body's thinking of him and praying for him. And and Jerry uh, Caps and just our, our other ones, Terry Ragsdale in the hospital. Uh, Lord, I, I pray that if there's people here that even aren't here today, that maybe watch later, they're here with us in spirit. And Lord, you're here with us in our hearts. Uh, and so, God, we love you today. We want to honor you. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Take a few minutes this morning. Welcome, everyone.
Thank you, guys. You may be seated. A definitely a fitting song, I think, for this morning. And from what I know, we've people are struggling this week with certain things. So de definitely, God works, right? I mean, that's they, we sang that song for a reason this morning. Okay, announcements, real quick. 
Uh, there is a Spring Fling Craft Festival that Tammy is involved with that she wanted me to announce. It's March 25th from 9 to 4 at the Nazarene Church. Uh, you can bring diapers and baby wipes, and they're going to be donated to a pregnancy center. Where's Tammy at? I saw her. Joyce's? Okay. Uh, if, if you come to that, you can bring bi- uh, diapers and baby wipes, and all those donations go to Choices Pregnancy Center, which we obviously support uh, here. Women's ministry announcements this week. Ladies, coffee Wednesday morning at Prickly Cactus at 8.30 a.m. 8.30 a.m. Wednesday morning. Friday, change the date. Friday morning, I, I cor- stand corrected. Friday morning at Crickly, uh, Prickly Cactus at 8.30 a.m. Also, I know the ladies ordered a bunch of t-shirts. If you ordered a t-shirt, they're in. Please see Valerie about your t-shirts. The t-shirts are in. Uh, the other announcements. Um, Savannah, you want to come up here and about your... I'm, I'm assuming it's about, yeah, the assembly. Okay. You got t-shirts for the assembly and... Okay. All right, so I announced this last Sunday, but I'll announce it again for those of you that weren't here. So my senior project is a school assembly for 7th and 8th graders, and John Stroop is coming in and sharing his testimony. And we got T-shirts made, and um, go to the Sports Shack if you want one here in town right off the square, and just tell them you want a T-shirt from Savannah Man Senior Project. And then if you guys want to donate gift cards or anything for the assembly, you can do that. I think Dana covered that last time. Yeah, basically, we can't ha- you can't have. Yeah, I just, I have, I cannot bring a lot of people into the school, so we're Facebook living it. So since a lot of you guys can't go, it will be on Facebook Live. Perfect. Anything else, Suze? You want to stay up here and do the rest of them? Okay, <laughs> all right. I love aggravating Savannah. She's so sweet. Okay, Easter, Easter morning. Uh, April 9th is Easter morning. We're going to have sunrise service at 7.30 a.m. Easter morning. And then we'll have breakfast at 8 a.m. And then our normal service times of Sunday school at 9, worship at 10. Uh, So I encourage you, uh, ladies, normally what we do, ladies stay up here at uh, 7.30 for um, sunrise service while all the fellas are downstairs cooking a huge breakfast for everybody. So come uh, on, on those days. We're also going to have a Good Friday service on April 7th, that Friday, at 7 p.m. So our Good Friday service is at 7 p.m. After the Good Friday service, the kids will have an Easter egg hunt. So I, uh, do you need more candy? We still need more candy. There was a tote full of eggs down there. There's like 2,000 eggs, I think. So if you want to bring in candy for the, the Easter eggs, um, don't leave it in my office. I've told you to leave it in my office in years past, but don't this year, okay? Uh, leave it with Sierra. Easter egg uh, a hunt after the Good Friday service. Uh, men's Bible study tonight at 6 o'clock. Men's discipleship at 4.30. And then, of course, on Wednesday nights, if you normally don't come on Wednesday nights, we have service at uh, 6.45, dinner at 6. So uh, come. Uh, we had a lot of prayer requests this week. I want to, I want you to keep keep Richard in your prayers. Pray for Terry Ragsdale. Um, pray pray for keep Jana Greenfield. She's at home healing up. So um, it's been a busy week. Anybody else have anything this morning? I forgot on announcements. Okay, let's take up our morning offering today, and then our, have our time of worship before uh, Mike Simons comes up here and hammers down on us. So if you would please stand this morning. Let's bless our morning offering. Lord Jesus, I thank you again, God, that we're just here 
uh, Lord, this morning to worship you, to lift our voices uh, in praise and song of you. And uh, Lord, as that last song is saying, Lord, we just need to trust you with the struggles in our lives and our battles that we're fighting. And, and it's all in your hands. And Lord, I, I, we also need to recognize that many, many things that happen in our life, it's a spiritual battle. When we are followers of yours, there is a spiritual battle waging. And God, I, I, I pray that we're just a congregation that just trusts you and just follows you and your word. And Lord, we don't, uh, we don't give Satan the opportunity or a foothold in our lives to cause us to sin. We just trust in you and know that whatever happens, you're going to cause things to work together for good. Your word tells us that. So Lord, this morning as we give back to you in an act of worship, I, I pray God that you take this offering and you use it to further your kingdom, uh, Lord, that the gospel is shared here in Marshfield, that, that we have revival in our city and that people come to faith in you and the church, your church gets fired up about you, uh, just as fired up as we do about anything else in our lives and, and more important than anything else in our lives. And Lord, that this will use it to fund missionaries around the world, that there's people all around the world that have never even heard of you, that don't know the good news. And Lord, that we're commissioned to go and share that and spread that. So Lord, I pray for our missionaries this morning. As we enter our time of worship today, God, I pray that we just focus on you, that any distractions that we have in our life today, we just set them aside. We turn them over to you and we worship you for who you are because you are worthy of our worship, that we trust you. God, that we, we dig into your word this morning and we learn and that we're encouraged, convicted. Uh, and, and Lord, in all things, everything that we do, we want to give you the praise and you the glory. It's in your name I pray. Amen. So I don't normally talk too much up here, uh, but this is the first song I ever learned. Um, as a worship song. Uh, for years I chased my dream and uh, did what I wanted to do. And uh, this song means a lot to me because it got me into worship. And then uh, the words of this song throughout all these years has got me through a lot of tough stuff, guys. And uh, yesterday, I like Battle Belongs, right? I had to give some stuff to the Lord that I was battling at home. And uh, it's not okay sometimes, or it's okay sometimes to not be okay. And I, sometimes my pride, guys, wants to get a hold of that and just keep it and hold it and not give it up. But the one thing that I know is worship is a form of joy. So I came to Freeway last night all sad and bummed out. And before I started worshiping the Lord, man, I had the joy again. So don't let Satan steal your joy, guys. And listen to the words of the songs. And, and another thing that I was, I was thinking about yesterday, you know, I can go to a football game with my kid, and I can be the loudest dude on the field. And I know every one of you parents can too, right? Why don't we get that excited about the Lord? We're praising the guy who created us, guys. I mean, come on. That's what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I just, like I said. Lord, I come, I confess how we feel, I find my rest without you, I fall apart, you're the one, 
teaches us that we not only need him but we have to surrender Desperate for you. 
you guys. All right, you may be seated this morning. All right, so it's my pleasure, uh, I think pretty much everybody here, but we may have some visitors. I want to introduce to you guys, uh, and you all, like I said, know him, Mike Simons. He is our freeway uh, pastor and our outreach uh, director. He, he uh, schedules all of our outreaches. Yep, give him a hand. I don't know, maybe we can find the link um, to the podcast from the, the Freeway Ministries podcast to your testimony. There were, there were a couple of, uh, me and Dave can look for that on today's sermon. I, I, I can uh, and post in the comments. But if you've never heard his testimony um, of what God has done in his life and his back, it's amazing. And I want to make sure we get that up there. So uh, what God's done and how he's worked and 
uh, Mike's obedience. And so uh, you may want him to stand for scripture. I don't know, but um, he's an amazing guy. And it's um, I'm thankful to have him, so thankful as a church to, that he's my brother in Christ, but also that he's on our staff here and um, had the opportunity to see him marry his beautiful bride who's moved up a few rows this morning, right? All right. Uh, I'm in trouble now, aren't I? But uh, so I, I'm glad that, Mike, you, you're here. And it's it's a testimony for the church to have people that can come and bring the word uh, and, and you here. And, and I'm going to get ministered to today. So, brother, thank you. Well, I got up this morning praising God and thanking, thanking him for my wife. There's just something about this morning just made me think about how uh, she supports me and loves me and what I'm doing, and she's just there for me, and, and I, I, I thank her very much. Uh, thank you, baby. And so, uh, I'm not going to lie, I am nervous as all get out. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's an appropriate way to say it or not, but that's just the way it is. Uh, so, man, what about worship this morning? Was, there some, was it just me, or was there something about worship this morning that just touched my soul this morning? And, and God bless you, sister. I understand. I, sometimes whenever I worship, tears well up inside, and I just can't help it. I just, I will, I will, tears of joy just come out whenever I'm worshiping. And, and so a couple of the things, bear with me this morning, because my notes... I don't know if you could see them, but I have notes in between my notes and on done, running down the side of my notes, and I don't know that I'm going to be able to decipher this all, but I'm going to I'm going to give it a shot, and so you might see me do this here. <laughs> so two things that stood out to me this morning uh, in worship were uh, the phrase, uh, "Lord, there's nothing better than you." Man, that was a that just hit me this morning, and it's true. Lord, there's nothing better than you. Another thing was Jesus. With you, nothing is impossible. And I'm living proof of that. The fact that I'm standing up here today is living proof that nothing is impossible without him. And so, uh, thank you once again for just this opportunity to get up here and to share God's word this morning. And basically what I'm going to be doing is just share, sharing what I studied this week. And God led me to Psalms, and, uh, or to Psalm. And, and uh, first of all, I want to thank Trey Odom for his, his uh, sermon that he preached last night. And it was kind of one of those deals where many times in church I'm sitting and I'm listening and I'm thinking, is that, did, they, did he know? Did I? And so he was in Psalms and I'm going to be in Psalms. And so it was just a little thing that I thought of, you know. And, and he preached last night on the importance of being in God's Word. And I want to tell you, he brought it. He brought it. It, it helped me uh, tremendously. And so if you get the opportunity, you can go online and watch that sermon of his last night. He is, uh, he is uh, one of those men uh, that, I, uh, that inspires me. I've, I've got to do life with him uh, over the last couple of years, and, and uh, we, we've not always been in a position where, we're, where we were prepared to be behind the, the pulpit. There's been times when we were fighting for our lives. He was fighting for his freedom. Uh, we, were, we were going up to... Up to to Texas County, and we were we were circling up, and we were praying hard, Lord, please, Lord, please, and the Lord answered those prayers. He's eleven time felon; he should have been going back to prison. He was on his way back to prison, and and and, and when they gave him that other chance, where everybody's just kind of looking around, going, "What what's going on here? This doesn't make sense. He's not supposed to be walking out of here today." And he walked out, and we celebrated, we rejoiced, and he hasn't looked back since, you know. And I and I I respect that, and so. 
I want you to know I'm so thankful and glad to be a part of Crossbridge Baptist Church. I love this body of believers. I really do. And, and one of the reasons is because uh, you guys are responsible for uh, sending guys out. I look at Freeway Ministries, and I look at uh, Scott Bates. Uh, he's a lead pastor in Louisiana now. Joe Walters, he's a lead pastor in Kansas now. And these are men that were just here at this church being poured into by you guys. And so thank you for uh, being the church that you are. There's so many people here that accept uh, those of us that were broken completely, uh, accept us in in a way that uh, keeps us here and we stay plugged in and, and we get on fire for the Lord and we, we move on and, and we go out there and we, and we just can't wait to do ministry. And speaking of that, I, I told Mike that I was going to bring this up and, and I was having a conversation with Mike Estelle this week and he said something that was so profound to me, something that moved me. I couldn't, I, I just couldn't believe it. Uh, what, and we were just talking about, you know, just this opportunity that God's given us just to get up here and take the pulpit and, and where we used to be, a couple of rotten sinners, you know, we used to be drug addicts and just, you know, just the worst of the worst. And, uh, and now God's chose us to, to preach God's word. And, and Mike Estelle said this, he said, and I think he said it in a prayer while we were praying, he said, Lord when I draw my last breath, let me be sharing the gospel with somebody. And that hit me, and I'm like, whoa, man, let me be sharing the gospel with somebody when I draw my very last breath. And that kind of put things into perspective uh, for me today. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm there. I'm there. I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. Lord, let me be sharing the gospel with somebody. And so this morning, we're going to be talking about glorifying God. Are you glorifying God? Are we giving God the glory He deserves? Uh, it's whenever I became me-centered, uh, it's when I was me-centered that I failed to glorify God. That's when I like to take credit for all the things that are going on in my life. But when I'm Christ-centered, I want to glorify God. I want to give Him the glory and give Him the credit. And so this title this morning made me think of my brother Scott Bates. And it hasn't been that long ago that he was here. He graduated the freeway program. And I remember when he come in. And I remember his testimony. And his testimony was one of those that I said, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't tell people that. It was so, I mean, it was full of emotion. I mean, it, it was crying. And it, there was some stuff in there that was like jaw dropping. And I was like, I wouldn't share that. I, you know, I'd tame that down just a little bit. He was not in good shape. In fact, the people that were chasing him were on the same bus with him as they dropped him off at Freeway Ministries, and he said they didn't get off the bus. They went on, and he stayed at Freeway Ministries. And so I won't get into his testimony in that story, but I love Scott Bates. I got to spend some time with him, and we rode back to Texas four times on court dates. And so we listened to a lot of sermons on the way up there, and just we just spent a lot of time together. And, and one thing about Scott Bates that I remember, this, this sermon is about glory. And I won't be able to do this because he's from the South and he's got a Southern drawl. But I always remember him when he would pray, he would raise both hands and he'd say, glory, glory, glory. You know, and I miss that. I, I, I'll be honest with you, at the time I thought, okay, okay, he's, he's serious. It, but, but it was from the heart. It was, it was serious. And he would shake his voice and, and he was so serious when he said, glory, glory, glory. And so... It, it, do we do that today? Do we give God glory like that today? And I have to be honest with you, I, I don't sometimes. I don't. And so, 
I want to speak about the testament. I spoke a little bit about the testament of this church, but I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for men like John Stroop and, and Casey Merrick and Jeff Mann. And, and I'm going to leave some people out here, but, but uh, Max Hartman and Denny Chisholm and, and my discipler, uh, Alan Greenfield. These men are the reason I'm standing up here today. They, they come alongside me and they, they discipled me. They mentored me. Mike Estelle, uh, the first time he said, uh, if you want to get up there, brother, you, you get something put together and we'll, we'll give you your chance behind the pulpit. And I about fell right there. I'm like, whoa, what did you say? <laughs> Hang on a second. Me? Me? Uh, and he said, yeah. And so I drugged my feet and I drugged my feet. And about two weeks later, three weeks, I think maybe a little bit longer, he's like, are you ready? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, I haven't even started. But then I decided, okay. You know, it's time. It's time to do this. And so uh, it got me out of my comfort zone, uh, but I found that that's where, uh, that's where, I'm, where I need to be. Is, uh, when I'm out of my comfort zone, that's where I need to be. It's when I start getting comfortable that I need to start worrying. And so thank you for the phone conversation, brother. Uh, and thank you, Jeff, for giving me this opportunity to get up here and preach God's word. And so as I'm, when I said I'm nervous, uh, I, I hadn't really even thought about that much until I was trying to add to my notes just just here like two minutes ago right before we did this I was trying to add to them and I don't know I can barely read it and my pen was jumping around <laughs> okay. okay and so the whole reason I come up with this topic this morning on giving God glory is because uh, in my family and in this church I've been watching God work miracles here lately I watched uh, I watched him uh, in the life of Brenda Moore and her cancer and, and how she went through that and how God, how God healed her, how, how her, her, her cancer is in remission. And, and here we were, we were praying. We're praying hard. We're praying hard, Lord, please. And God answered those prayers. And so we need to be giving God the glory for that. We need to be praising Him for that. We also seen Mindy here who had just the most miraculous heart surgery that you can imagine that she, she shouldn't be here with us today. And the reason that she's here is because there's no question, God is the giver of life. And he gave her life, and we're so thankful for that. And so we should be giving God the glory for that. And so I got a phone call last here a couple weeks ago, and they said, your uncle is going to have to have uh, open-heart surgery. And I'm like, wow. And so how this all went down, I got to thinking about how this went down, and it's he went in for a routine checkup. He just went in for a routine checkup, nothing wrong with him. He just, he just went in and his, for his yearly checkup, and, and uh, his blood pressure was a little bit high. And the doctor said, have you been having any chest pains or anything like that? And he says, well, when I cut wood sometimes, uh, my chest will hurt a little bit. And uh, she said, well, we're going we're gonna to do a stress test on you. And so they did the stress, the stress test, and his heart uh, his blood pressure went up above 300, and they said, shut it down. They put him in, and, and here just two days, three days ago, he had a, qui a quadruple bypass. And so I'm at the hospital, and the doctor, the surgeon, they calls my aunt on the phone, and she said, they just took his heart out of his chest and put it on a machine, and he's, he's in surgery right now. And I thought, they took his heart out of his chest and put it, uh, hooked it up to a machine. And I went up there yesterday uh, to visit him, and he's up walking around. He's vibrant, full of life, you know, and I thought to myself, man, if you don't give God the glory for that, something's wrong. 
you know, you, you have to give God the glory for that. And so that's kind of why I'm uh, preaching on this this morning. And, and uh, so there's one thing you're going to hear a lot this morning in this sermon, and that is the phrase, there is good news. And that's good news, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so as I'm, as I'm preparing this, uh, I'm, I'm asking myself, how often do we pass up the opportunity to say thank you, Lord, for your protection, for the guidance, the strength, the wisdom, everything that God provides for us, his provisions. After all, God is in control all the time, right? He is sovereign. There's even things that are going on in our lives that we can't see and that we don't know about that we should be thanking him for. And that's hard sometimes when, we're not, when we don't uh, recognize those things. But here's the, here's the fact of the matter. If it wasn't for him intervening in our lives on a daily basis, we would be in a straight train wreck. I mean, we'd be, it'd be out of control if it wasn't for God's grace and mercy. We make it from point A to point B every day. Why? Several times a day. Why? Because he makes a way. That's, that's why. Because God makes a way. So listen, when we get up in the morning with Jesus on our mind, uh, with a desire to pray, with a seeking to do his will, all of those things, that's because God blessed us with those things. And we should be praising him and thanking him. He is a loving God deserving of our praise daily. Are you giving God glory? Are you praising him? I loved praise this, the praise and worship this morning because it was just, uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, it was on fire. I mean, he, uh, I love Ace and uh, what he brings to this church and to our freeway ministries. And there he is. I'm looking around for him. He said, right. I love that. I love that. So thank you uh, for the worship this morning. And thank you for worshiping him the way that you did. And that's just another one of those things that's like, hmm, that's what my sermon's about this morning. So. And then, and then the worship is just the way it is this morning. I, and, it, and I don't know if it was me or if it was, but it was, it was good. So as I was preparing this week to share God's word today, I suddenly realized why my life was such a mess and why I was so empty inside before I became a Christian. Christ filled that void that I had in my heart. He filled it with love and direction and guidance and so much more. Today, I'm appalled by the sin in my life, and that's because of him. But today, I'm full. My heart is full today, and I have every reason in the world to give God thanks and to give him glory on a daily basis. And if you're a born-again Christian, you do too. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life if you're a Christian the fact of the matter is you get to spend eternity with Jesus. That's victory. That's victory. It's victory in Jesus. But if you're not a born-again Christian, then I'm sure you can relate to the empty feeling I'm talking about. I want you to know there is good news. Jesus died on the cross, so you don't have to feel that way. He doesn't want us to live an empty life. He wants us to live in an abundant life. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. More importantly, he wants you to spend eternity with him in heaven. You can receive salvation right here where you are this morning. It's not a lengthy process that you have to go to. It's not a difficult thing. And there's nothing that, he, that you have done that he won't forgive you for. 
that was one of the excuses that I used for a lot of years was that he won't forgive me, not for, not for the things that I've done. That's a lie from Satan. We read in Romans 10, 9, that if you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus, that God raised Jesus from the dead, that you will be saved. It's scripture, and it really is that simple. You can leave here a child of God this morning. Now, that's good news worth rejoicing over. Amen. We will have an altar call at the end of this service if you need to come and give your life to Christ. Better yet, if the Holy Spirit is tugging on your heart, you can come right now. We'll give you the time you need. We will even gather around you and pray with you and rejoice with all the angels in heaven. Scripture tells us in Luke 15.10 that there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Church, that's why we're here this morning. It's why we're here. Will you repent of your sin this morning? This call is not just for the unsaved, it's for all of us. So back to the topic of giving God the glory, praising Him and worshiping Him. We're going to be this morning in Psalms 96, 1 through 13. And I'm not going to have you stand this morning. This is in the middle of the sermon. And, and I'm actually going to read the whole, the whole uh, chapter of Psalms. So Psalms 96 is David telling us how to glorify God, how to worship Him and how to praise Him. So as I'm reading in my Bible, though, it's telling me that it possibly could have been David that wrote this. We know David wrote a lot of the psalm. Uh, but I believe that there is evidence that it was definitely David. If you go back to 1 Chronicles 16, 23-36, through 36, you see the resemblance. And we're going to read them both. But let me read Psalms 96 real quick. Worship in the splendor of holiness. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name. Tell of His salvation from day to day. Declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before Him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. 
me pray. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for your word, Lord. Uh, I thank you for this uh, psalm, this message you've given me to preach this morning, Lord. I thank you for all the men that you've put in my life uh, that walked with me uh, in this walk, Lord. And <coughs> I just want to repeat one of the things that I hear one of my mentors say when he gets up and prays. And, and it's something that is, I know there's one of those things that's profound, Lord. And that's, Lord, let me preach to a dying world like a dying man. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I heard Joe Walter say that one time. We tend to, we tend to uh, not try to, to duplicate the, uh, the, the sermons of someone else. It's like we don't want to do the same thing they do or say the same thing they say. No, we do want to do the same things they do and say the same things that they say. And it's okay for us to mimic those people that God has put in our lives, the godly people. The theme of this song is how to praise God. <coughs> Excuse me. We can sing about him. We can tell others about him. Worship him, give him glory, bring offerings to him, and live holy lives. Let me turn to Chronicles real quick and read Chronicles, and, and we'll get this out of the way real quick uh, as to whether uh, we think it's David who wrote that. So we just read Psalms 96. Let me read Psalm, Let me read First Chronicles 16, 23 through 36. And we know that this was David. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and he is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord glory, do his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. And let, the, let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. So that pretty much did it for me. Uh, that's pretty much the same thing that is written in the Psalms. And so I think it's safe to say it was David was the psalmist of this. So the psalm writer sings out his praises to God. Overwhelmed by all that God has done. As we reflect on God's majesty and his goodness to us, we should be driven to tell others about him. If witnessing is hard for you, here's some good news. Witnessing comes naturally when our hearts are full of appreciation for what he has done. Let me say that again. It comes naturally to all when our hearts are full of appreciation for what he has done for us. God has chosen us to declare his wonders among all the peoples. So if you're a Christian here this morning, you're chosen to declare his wonders to all peoples. Praise for our great God overflows his creation and should overflow from our lips. How well are you doing at telling others about his greatness? Sometimes I fall short. I think we all do. But it's something we should be asking ourselves. 
If you're falling short in that area, I have good news. Crossbridge Baptist Church has an outreach here pretty soon. And that's what outreach is all about. Telling others the good news about Jesus Christ. We'll be getting out in our community, knocking on doors, inviting people to our outreach, telling people about Jesus. We'll be praising God. We'll be giving Him the glory. I hope that you all can come and be a part of that. Because it would be a tragedy to be a part of an awesome body of believers like this and miss out on an opportunity like that. We'll be giving more information about that outreach uh, here soon. It's May 13th. Let's remember the theme of the psalm is how to praise God. So this psalm is broke up into four sections. The first section... Verses 1 through 3, David says, sing. Why? Because the news is good. In verses 4 through 6, he says, praise, because our God is great. When he's talking about the gods and the idols in verses 4 through 6, the gods of the nations were no gods. For the word translated idols in verse 5 means Things that are nothing. Things that are weak and worthless. We know that an idol is nothing in the world. It was God who created the universe, and we should be praising Him. Verses 7 through 9, he says, Worship, for the Lord is worthy. When praising the Lord, the Jews lifted their hands and voices and looked up. <coughs> That's why I love what you said this morning, and I think about that a lot, and I've, I get it. I've, be, I've been through that. There's a lot of times I think about what the person behind me may think, or I think about what the person next to me may think, and, but the fact of the matter is we should be caring what God thinks. He's the only one that matters, and so you will see me sometimes. I will lift my hands and, and praise God. And it's giving reverence to him is what that's doing. It's not about anything but that worship, that personal relationship between me and him. And that's the way it should be with all of us. So the Jews lifted their hands uh, when they praised God. When they, but when they worshiped God, they bowed down. The invitation went out to all nations to come to God's sanctuary to bring a sacrifice and worship him. This morning, we are in the sanctuary. Let's worship the one responsible for our salvation. The sacrifice for us this morning would be whatever it is that's holding you back from giving God praise and glory, the glory he deserves. Verses 10 through 13, which were some of my favorites when I read this, is rejoice. Why? Because the king is coming. The Lord reigns can also be translated as the Lord has become king. Referring to the, days that, the day that Jesus will sit on David's throne and rule over all nations. Only then will there be true justice on earth. Today creation is in bondage to corruption and futility because of Adam's sin. It's why we have earthquakes. 
why we have tornadoes, hurricanes. But when the children of God are fully redeemed at Christ's return, creation will also be set free. There will be no more corruption. There will be no more earthquakes, no more tornadoes, no more hurricanes. No wonder the psalmist described the joy of heaven and earth, the seas and the dry land, and even the trees on the earth as they welcomed their creator. I love that thought, that even the trees and the earth and the seas are going to praise God when he comes back. When Christ comes back to reign, they're going to praise. And then there will be justice on earth. The whole creation is on tiptoe to see the wonderful sight of the sons of God coming into their own. Rejoice. Are you rejoicing? Listen, the king is coming. Are you at peace with God? Do you know where you will spend eternity if you die today? Please don't wait until it's too late. Why would you take that risk? Repent of your sins, church. Surrender your life to Christ and let him change you from the inside out. He will make you rich. When I say rich, I don't mean financially. I mean he will give you everything you need. He will give you an abundant life with purpose. Just ask anyone who is a follower of Christ who is a follower of our Lord and Savior, I can testify, I can witness that my heart overflows today to where it once was empty. Worship team can go ahead and come forward. <clears throat> These altars are open. If you're tired of fighting it, come and surrender your life to Christ. If there's something that's hindering your praise and worship, your ability to glorify God, come and lay it down at the altar. Lord Jesus, I thank you, Lord, once again, just for this day, Lord. I thank you for this beautiful cold weather. Lord, some may not like to hear that, but I just thank you, Lord, that I'm here, Lord, to, to breathe in uh, the air that you've given me this morning, Lord. And thank you for this opportunity to preach your word, Lord. And, and uh, I'm just praying, Lord, that you'll just open my heart this morning to be able to Give you the glory that you deserve. Let me worship you and praise you, Lord, with all my heart and soul, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. Lord, if there's someone here tonight or this morning that doesn't know you, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you'll just soften their heart, touch their heart. Just pray that your word would, would prick their heart, Lord, and, and that they wouldn't be able to live their life any longer without turning to you and surrendering to you. We just love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I'm used to preaching on Saturday nights, and so I about, about said night there. Talking to the Lord like it was nighttime.
Amen. Mike, where's where's he at? Man, thank you. Thank you. Uh, very encouraging this morning. I needed to hear it. Uh, here's, here's the thing. I mean, I, I'm not going to summarize his sermon, but a lot of bad things can happen in life because of sin and because we do live in a fallen world. But man, do we have a lot, church, to glorify our Savior about. Uh, and so, so there's numerous people you can pray for. Mike mentioned Brenda. She's sick this week, not with cancer, but she has COVID. She sent me that. Uh, got a very just heartbreaking update on Terry Ragsdale. He's not doing good in the hospital. Um, and I'm headed up to see him in just a few minutes. So just pray for him uh, and Stephanie. And I know we have some others uh, in Unspoken. So be a praying church. Pray for one another. Be there for one another. Uh, and I, I'm thankful for this church family, too. I'm very, very thankful uh, for you all. 
and what you mean to our family. And so you were mentioned in the sermon this morning. Uh, Trey, come up here and close us in prayer. Father God, we come before you today and we thank you for the faithfulness of the men and women in this church and the faithfulness of Mike Simons that just is bold and willing to step out in faith and uh, stand behind this pulpit and preach your word. And I pray that, that if there's somebody in here that doesn't have a relationship with you, that hasn't made that decision yet, that they don't walk out of here without making that decision with you. Uh, and if it takes them till the time they get home, I just pray that at, at some point that what was said in this sermon today just resonates on their heart and that they can surrender their lives to you before it's too late. And so, God, we thank you for this, uh, this church, and we thank you for this weather, and we just pray for mercy uh, on our traveling home, and we just love you, and we give you all the glory. It's in your son, Jesus Christ, holy and precious name. Amen.